Welcome to Looking for Life. I'm Kirk Packer and I'm here with George Thompson. And today we found ourselves uh, talking about a variety of things, but many of them centered on the subject of truth and really a, a man-centered gospel. One of the scriptures that the Lord brought my heart to this week was Matthew eleven twelve, which says, and from the time John the Baptist began preaching until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and violent people are attacking it. And one of the things that John the Baptist found himself up against was man-centered gospels. People taking God and turning it into something that was about them but when we do that, we find that we're actually not fulfilled. When, and it's one of those uh, paradoxes. When we focus on ourselves, we're actually not fulfilled. But when we surrender and submit our hearts to God, uh, that's when we find ourselves filled. What are some of the things that um, you've sensed the Lord sharing with you this week, George? Well, and my part too with that John the Baptist, I was just reminded that we've all got a purpose as John the Baptist had. He, he proclaimed Jesus um, and that was his ministry. He was born for that purpose. He walked that purpose out and Jesus came right after him. And we've all got that ministry in us. God has a purpose for our lives. It's bigger than what we are. And, you know, as I think back through my life, you know, when you're a young man, you're always thinking about career and what you can achieve in that manner. But now as an older man looking back, you know, it's it's very evident that God's got a calling on my life that's that's bigger than the job. Um, it's it's more spiritual and it has to do with lives and people that are around me. One of the things that encouraged my heart uh, this week was when the Lord began to show me that that purpose that you're talking about goes right along with John the Baptist in that all of us have been called to prepare the way mm -hmm. because John the Baptist was preparing the way for the initial ministry of Jesus on the earth but his ministry on the earth is not done he is coming back and there is work to be done before that and that work although it looks unique to all of us it all centers on preparing the way and the way that we do that is through sharing truth but sharing truth takes boldness because just as that scripture says you know violent people are attacking it and if you share the truth you will come up against violence in one form or another, no matter where you live. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you made me think that, um, just think about Peter and Paul, two different guys, but they had two different callings. One went after the Jews. The other went after the Gentiles. They both had a great purpose in their life, two different people, but their calling was to follow what God has had for them. And, you know, both of them came with failures. Um, both of them started off wrong, if you will. 
but they each had a calling. And it, it fills my heart to know that, that God thinks that, thinks that much of me to know. And, and then there is a purpose for me to reach people on my own because you can't reach people that I'm supposed to reach and I can't reach people that you're supposed to reach. And so it, it is a big deal, but sometimes we downplay that and think, oh, somebody else will do that. Well, not so. That's very encouraging because you're right. Peter and Paul were very different. And we need to pay attention to the things that God puts in us. One of the uh, traps that the enemy can use is to get us to look at somebody else and their giftings and say, I need to be more like that. God has made us the way we are for a reason. But with that, as you already mentioned, both Peter and Paul found themselves using the things that God had put in them in the wrong way. And that's the process that God is taking us all through. He's taking us through the process of using the things that he has put in us in the right way, which comes back to surrender and where we all can get off track is when we start focusing on ourselves and anytime we do that we start using the strengths God has given us um, for wrong things yeah and, and if you think about where you are today and how you got here no one got here by themselves. there was many people that's poured into my life that's got me here spiritually and so much of the time we want to say I, but actually it was us. It wasn't just me. And, and I'm so reminded of that um, over and over about just different people in my life that helped me walk out my journey with the Lord. Because so many times I fall or I, I have an unanswered question, as you very well know, and we talk about it. We talk about what's going on, about, you know, not all our personal stuff, but, hey, this is in Scripture, whatever. And and we just, um, we've just, we've gone, not only got different purposes, but, but we've got things that, we've got people that help us walk this out, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You're making me think about um, one of the things that the Lord has put in me is... To be a fighter, <laughs> a fighter, a defender. But with that, I need people around me to help temper me and help guide me with that. But at the same time, I don't want to give that up. Sometimes uh, with my wife, for instance, <laughs> she can get embarrassed by me because she's a peacemaker. And God's put her in my life to help temper me and guide me. But uh, we can find ourselves frustrating one another because she just wants to keep the peace. And I'm ready to stand up and, and fight, you know, at a moment's notice. And I need to, I need to look for the, God's guidance and, and I need to temper it and so on. But at the same time, to, to give it up and, and just to go along with people that would be missing my purpose and we all have things like that and and it can be a it can be a real struggle because sometimes our giftings 
offend and frustrate people. And we've got to ask ourselves, okay, what's going on here? Am I needing to temper something? Or is this something God's called me to and it's just ruffling feathers and it's something that we've all got to navigate? Yeah. But, but also another one of your giftings is teaching. It's a great gifting that you've had. And and the thing that, that I appreciate about you in the midst of that is, is you don't back off what the Word of God says. What it says is where you stand firm. And to me, that's a big part of your fight because that's what it says. That's what we're going to stand on. And that's another side of what you're talking about, but yet it's very important. Yes. And that's where we've all got to go to is what you just said, going back to the word, because what you hear is people calling different things truth. And it can be so confusing because it sounds right because there is always an element of truth in the things that they're sharing. But when we get off track of the word, um, I've talked about this before, if you change your direction just a degree or two, at first it doesn't appear like much, but on down the road, you get way out of sorts. And we're seeing that right now in our culture as a nation but also in our church culture we began to get off track and we began to become more man-centered than god-centered in a lot of ways and at first we didn't see it because it sounded so similar but now we're really seeing the effects of this in the church because all of a sudden you have all these things coming forward that are just obvious evil but it all started with just a, a, a few degrees off. Yeah. And, and it's, <laughs> we're, we're such um, creatures where we want our way and we've got to constantly stay in tune with the Word of God and the Spirit of God to keep us on that straight and narrow path because as, as I sent you a message this last week, if you just think about selfishness and how often that falls into play for yourself through your thoughts throughout one day, you'll find out how selfish you really are because so much of the time you're putting yourself first in so many things throughout the day. And it, it really humbled me to just go through some of that in my own mind on just how much I wanted me to get my way. Yeah. And what I was reminded of recently that you and I talked about is, for instance, how easy it is to focus on things. It wasn't that long ago that my wife and I lived in a situation where we didn't have a lot of things. And it was frustrating to me. And I was like, God, why won't you allow more? But in recent years, we've found or seen God blessing us with things but in the midst of that what i've found is this slow pull on my heart and i needed the word of god to convict me of that and it was as i'm reading and then you know god's talking about that not focusing on things and giving up uh rewards in heaven and it's all stuff that i've known but it's that you know frog in the frying pan deal where it just it slowly gets turned up slowly gets turned up 
and and the word of god is like that plumb line it keeps bringing us back and all of a sudden we're like oh wait i i didn't even realize what was what was happening there and it, it's so crucial that we we just keep going back to that yeah and i'm just thinking about as you were talking um just about you know we can as we acquire things we can make excuses to well, God, give me that, so I've got to take care of that. And then next thing you know, you're just busier and busier and busier, and the time with God has fell away, time with family has fell away, and you, you don't you don't have time for anything but, but for what your things that's been given to you for a blessing, not for a burden, but it burdens you. It's not a blessing at this point because you've given up everything for it. Yeah, yeah. Recently, as you know, the Lord uh, has allowed me to have a motorcycle. And that was one of those things that I just didn't see myself having. I, I just didn't. I already had some horses. I felt like, you know, that's enough. I don't need any more. But I really um, felt like the Lord was opening a door. And, and what I really enjoy about that is just getting on some back roads and, and just just putting along and just enjoying God's creation and so on. Um, but what's where I'm going with this is that as soon as the Lord blessed me with that, you know, I have people saying, Oh, well, you know, you're starting off with this one, but just wait, you'll be looking at this one on down the road. And it's like, no, <laughs> you know, I mean, if God wants to do something, that's fine. But it's just like, that's not what this is about. This is, this is just, God blessed me with this and I don't need to focus on it. I, I just need to receive it and say, yeah. thank you, Lord. It seems like jealousy always falls into play. So it's turned as we're talking, it's turned to their direction. They're jealous of what you've gotten. So they're trying to upplay it. And it, it's so true that why can't we just enjoy where we're at today? Yeah. Why, why can't we just enjoy that? What, you know, I mean, it's not long, fall's coming. You get to see all the colors of fall, God's creation. I mean, some people think man created colors. Not so. God created colors. And when you just think about that, I love the fall of the year, the leaves falling, and just seeing everything change. It's a change of season. It's something new. You know, the weather weather gets cooler. There's just lots of changes coming. It doesn't cost you anything. You just get to sit back and enjoy it. And that's what God's about. You just sit back and enjoy Him and move forward with Him daily. That's one of the key ways that the enemy gets us off track is he gets us looking at something that we don't have, which we are always in that place. There's always something we don't have. There's always someone around us who has something that we don't have. And we miss out on what we do have. And, and going back to that theme of the man-centered gospel, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, the enemy can really use that to, to tear us apart. You know, one of the things that we, you and I were talking about earlier was divorce and just the impact that that has had on the church. And many times that is the result of the enemy saying, oh, look at that over there and us thinking, oh, life would be so much better. But the reality is it wouldn't. And if we just trusted God and just listened to what he said, 
we will find that our life is more fulfilled, but it's a matter of surrendering in the moment and saying, it doesn't matter what I feel right now. I'm going to go with long with what God is saying. Yeah. Well, and you talked about it earlier, but man's ideas, man comes up with ideas, but God's got them all right here. If you truly want to walk in freedom, read the book, read the Bible. (laughs) It tells you how to love. It tells you how to show grace. It tells you what Jesus went through for you. It tells you about all kinds of people that walked with God and they all failed, but God still loved them. And if we truly want freedom, you gotta you gotta live the book. I mean, you gotta read it daily and, and all that. And it's just a reminder to me that, you know, the world po- portrays things and acquiring so much as we were talking earlier it's not in this book. That's not what it tells us. <laughs> it tells us to walk with God. But so many of the things that you're mentioning our flesh interprets as restrictions. Mm. But the only restrictions that God gives us are ones that are for our good. It, it, it will bring us the most fulfillment. But it gets confusing because that flesh that is inside of us, we feel the things of the flesh. And it's so hard at times when you feel one way to say, no, that's not right. It doesn't matter what I feel. My feelings right now are telling me that it would feel really good to hurt this person (laughs) right now because they've made me really mad. But ultimately, it's not only going to hurt them, it's going to hurt you. And, and you know, that's, that's where maturity comes in and it says, okay, I know this is how I feel, but I know that's not right. And so I've just got to surrender and say no to what I feel in this moment. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so true. I mean, if you look at the guy that's working for the big house and the three-car garage and, you know, all the things that come with that, He's also the same guy that's eating a handful of pills to keep himself going, keeping his blood pressure down, his heart rate stable, you know, and the list just goes on and on. And, you know, do our kids need all that? Does our wife need that? No, it all comes back to the word. And, you know, over and over and over, I've been shown that um, so many times in my life where when I didn't think I had enough, God gave me what I needed over and over and over. And it's it's just a great reminder to me that God will take care of you, but you've got to walk it out with him. He's not he's not just going to, you know, give you everything you ask for. He's going to give you what you need and what fulfills you. And sometimes God will take things away from us keep things from us because he wants to teach us that principle that 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 will not bring us happiness and once we really grab hold of that sometimes he actually gives us the thing that we were so desperate for before but he knew our heart couldn't handle it mm-hmm. but once our heart can handle it it's not that he's opposed to it many times it it, he just knows that we won't worship it and that's one of the things that you see in the word 
our tendency is to worship the blessings of God. And, and that is a, a huge man-centered gospel thing. And we've got to protect our hearts from that. We've got to understand that that is a propensity of our heart is is to worship the blessing. We've got to we've got to be offensive about that and and take a okay. I, this is where my heart's prone to. Uh, I need to guard against this. Yeah, and it, it's such. I mean, again, you know, you talked about the flesh and and what the flesh wants and how we battle that so much. And, you know, neighbor gets a new boat, you want a new boat, that type of mentality. But at the end of the day, um, you know, when you, when you strive, you strive for the best um, that you can do, you know, um, over and over again, as I've said earlier, that God continually shows me um, over and over in my life that, he blesses those who are faithful to him. And, you know, there's there, there's there's not always this huge car or there's, you know, um, something of that nature. But there is there, there is things like um, through your children that you see huge blessings in that you, you're just amazed by. And it's just through the blessing of God that you've got to experience those things. And, um, you know, I was thinking as you were talking earlier about Janus cancer, you know, we, we battled cancer there in 13. And it's not something I would have ever asked for, but it was something I would never take away either because it changed who we are. It showed us how faithful God was and how he showered us with love and all that. And we didn't, we didn't necessarily get anything out of it as far as material, but spiritually, we got a huge blessing in the midst of that. I guess a way to wrap all this up is to, to say that God's asking us to trust him with where we're at right now. Trust him with the things that he has put in you. They're in you for a reason. Trust him with the things that he has given you and not given you. He has his reasons for it. And all of it is centered on you playing your role, which is to prepare the way for the Lord. And so I, I just I sense the Lord calling each of us to really pursue him on that. What, what's our part, Lord? How do, how do we do that? Because I don't, I don't want to miss out on uh, the rewards that he has for us. And he does have rewards. His, his word talks about that. I don't want to miss out on those things. Uh, to acquire some things that are just going to fade away uh, in this world. Any last thoughts from you? I, I just think about, um, like you said, trusting in the Lord. Um, just just to allow the Lord to work in your life. Just, just give Him. He, he will not let you down. And, and just to allow Him to, to just work. Uh, he does know best. And um, uh, I think the key word, as you've already said, is trust him. Just trust him. Well, we pray that you have been blessed and, and just want to encourage you, as has already been said, just to continue to trust the Lord and to speak truth. Um, it's a battle to do so, but that's what God 
has called each of us to. And we just pray that the Lord would bless you in that.